In a world where millennials have no idea what the f they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. Welcome to the show that is a part-time safe space for all genders. What's with Millennials Podcast. And now, here are your hosts of the show. Hello and welcome to a brand spanking new What's with Millennials Podcast, where we talk about pop culture, tech, and media. I'm your host, Deodonna, sitting here with my co-host, Truax, and special guest, Arnie States from Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Howdy, y'all. How are y'all doing? Doing all right. Great. How are you you doing? Thank you guys for letting me be a part of your show. I appreciate it. Thank Thank you for for coming. Being a part of it. Hey, man, you guys asked, and I was in town, so what am I going to be doing? Going on a date tonight? (laughs) Hello, ladies. How are you? If you are single, though, Arnie. Arnie. And I put out. He puts out. I put out. I will put out on the first date. That is the most important thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll let you buy me dinner. I'll let you pick me up because I don't have a car right now. Damn transmission. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll put out. Yeah, I'll give go. it up. But you have to be attractive. That's the whole thing. So yes. fat girls don't need to apply. So, so are you going to start a tin- like a Tinder page where you charge people 125 bucks? For- yeah, see, that's a part of my show. See, I appreciate that. Yeah, the girlfriend experience, which I learned about uh, on Tinder, is $125 an hour. And I'm like. Boy, Damn. you're gonna bitch at me and you're gonna cheat on me. That's what I get to pay for for 125 dollars. No thanks. Yeah. No, I don't want any part yeah. of that. I was about to say that just sounds like a normal date. Yeah, now, yeah. and I have to pay for it. Awesome. When you were talking about that, I was glad. I'm glad I'm not on Tinder. Anymore. Oh <laughs> Tinder is such a bad place. And, oh yeah, it is. and Bumble is just as bad. Yeah, and I haven't tried that. Bumble, well, you don't get shit back. Well, no. It, here's the thing with Bumble. The women, look, hey, I love women. Women are great. I don't understand a few things about them right now. Their eyebrows. Yeah. The, well, I don't know what's going on. You could re, you could do another podcast going. What's on, what's up with women's eyebrows right now? Because <laughs> there's a whole weird conspiracy going with how big they are. Like Rose McGowan right yes. now, her eyebrows go from like the middle of her nose almost to her ear. Oh, it's Jesus. craziness. But women try to lie about their age. And you're on Bumble and you look, and she says she's 37, uh-huh. right? And she's got a walker and she's like she looks like she was on the Adams family oh, yeah. you're not 37 yeah, yeah but she got the eyes she, she got the eyebrows at least of like a 27 year old alright so um, but how's everyone's week been Chris how's your week been man you know what it's, it's been really good yeah it's a work uh, it's slow but you know it's alright I, I, I went to 
Arnie State's uh, F2017 yes. comedy show last night. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Thank I had you. A lot of fun. Um, had a disc golf tournament this morning. It was the uh, nice. first round of uh, tags for the year. So oh, it's fun. A, tag, tag, uh, Wait a second. Uh, oh, yeah. You're a frolfer. I. I, I'm a frolfer. A frolfer. I'm a, a frisbee frolfer. golfer. Yeah, I, it, it is oh disc God. golf. It is Thank not a frisbee. You. Thank is, you. It, yeah, he's a frolfer. He's he's calling it frolfing because yes. it's they say it's it's frisbee golf, but it's it's mm-hmm. disc golf. Yeah, it's, it's it's disc golf. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, thought, no, it's a lot of fun. See, I'm an actual golfer, <laughs> I, and, and, and I'm offended that you call it even golf. <laughs> hey, I'll swing your pair of clubs with you too. Okay, hey, right, yeah, so, all right. <laughs> just don't bring any frisbee. This ain't a damn beach boy concert. Oh, so Arnie, how's how's uh, well, I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, no, yeah, just cut me off. You know, I, he's, I know he's more important. It's I just lost, fine. No I worries. lost all respect for you <laughs> with the frother thing. Yeah, f*** you. <laughs> Outside of that, it's been a great week. I am just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gushy in my seat. If I were a yes. girl, I'd be, I'd be streaming down in a non-sexual way, Arnie. I totally understand. Just, I'd, be, I'd be streaming from my crotch right now. I'm just excited to have Arnie here, so... Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That, that means a lot coming from a dude. <laughs> and I feel so warm and fuzzy right now. Yeah, hey, so, non-sexual. No, no I, I totally no, get it. Yeah, okay. so, Arnie, Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Arnie, for me, very sexual. <laughs> awesome. How, awesome. how has your week been so far, uh, My week has been fantastic. Uh, like, uh, like Chris was saying, I did my show last night at uh, Ace of Spades here in Sacramento. There you go. And uh, it was a great turnout, and I, I had a lot of fun, and here's the good news. I guess this is the first play. I, I'm even scooping myself here because it's not on my show. I've already started writing the next show. There you yes. go. I, I don't know what it's entitled yet. I might have a title. Where I'm, I'm working on a title. And depending on how fast I get it done, because I don't like doing too many shows a year, Yeah. I might do this on my birthday oh, in okay. September. But that's that's still eight months away. That's a long time away. you got away. plenty of time. And the title of the show then would be You Only Turn 47 Once. Yeah. Because we're <laughs> some, <laughs> such a miserable age. It's like, wow, what am I going to do for my 47th birthday? When I turned 42, I called it my my I'm, my legal drinking age is now legal. Uh, so, see, 41, yeah, 41, yeah. 40, or 21, 21, 42. See, yeah. yeah, I'm starting to realize as I get older, too, there's not a lot of more cute numbers anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. like no. I said, no. I'm how, not returning. I, how old are you? I'm 27. God, you're a punk. <laughs> right? Jesus. See, how old are you? I'm 35. You're still a freaking <laughs> punk, too. 35. Hey. Yeah. See, aren't you, glad, aren't you glad we have him on our show I, now? I, I'm <laughs> glad we get to get made fun of. Yeah, it's I'm okay. 46. <laughs> Look at these gray hairs here. I was watching this show the other day. Uh, sorry, you asked about my week, so I'm going to yeah. tell you about my week. There's a new show on A&E where they send seven people back to high school. Oh, God. But it's not like they're 22 years old, right? And they look Uh like they could still be in high school. Send somebody like me back to high school. I loved high school. High school, I I got with high school. High school was a social experiment. Okay. It was fun. They they, they send these people back who hated it, who are going to try to get revenge and... Oh, no, they're not going to get revenge. They're like, kids have it so hard these days. Yeah, kids have it really tough that they can bring their cell phones and computers right? to class. And they hey, don't kids, have to worry about peanuts. Hey, Dewey Decimal System. Learn it. Think about that. Yeah. Bam, that's a mic drop right there. <laughs> You're looking at me right now going, what the hell is a Dewey I'm, Decimal that's, System? That's exactly yeah. what I was going to. Yeah, we used to have to use something called the library in school. Yes. Where you'd what the have hell to get is that? research papers <laughs> and you'd have to actually read books rather than Google. Yes. You, you had to See, search them out by codes, mm, letters, no, and dude, numbers. I'm on, I'm on the cusp because I was the one who was taught the library. We had to learn how mm-hmm. to lose, use library and research and make statements and all that, but then now we don't even use it. Yeah. So I was like on the worst 
part of that. I got to interrupt, though, because there are people on uh, Mixler. Thank you for joining coming in saying hi arnie well hello so there. We, we got uh duramax power oh danny hi. what's up buddy how David you doing garza is on okay. here saying what's up and uh dickin gtg right, cool. he says so right. what's Sweet. up guys thank you for joining in appreciate there you go. that now my week has been fairly yes, how has your week been yes sir? it has yeah, been yeah, thank you for yeah, asking I'm, i've got to ask how was your week <laughs> my week has been pretty interesting good um yesterday i actually went over to um ign um i went to over to ign which is like uh, one of the biggest um, news sources for uh, games and media and stuff mm-hmm, like nice. that for video games. So that was really fun. I dropped off a resume there to see if I could kind of get any kind of like on on air job that they have over there. Um, I did that and that was super interesting. I also saw a uh, live recording of their podcast that they host from there um, called Podcast Unlocked. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. It was okay, pretty fun. Cool. And I got to ask a question and I won a prize and everything, which was pretty cool. Um, another interesting thing. That are doing, Chris. You know about this. Every couple of weeks, I'll get like super ridiculously into something just for like no reason at all, right? Mm-hmm. And um, well, you're a punk millennial. That's your yeah, idea. yeah. That's, yeah, just, yeah, that's yeah. my stick, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Just, yeah. It's what I do. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> that's what I'm supposed to do, right? So, like, um, I re- Chris, remember that one time that I was just like super into dabbing? Yeah. Like after the everything dab. that I did, I would just walk away. I would dab and then just walk away. You know right. what dabbing is? Yes, your mom's yeah. ugly. Dab, Boom, gone. and just gone, and I just not end it. Hey, I'm not that old. Okay, <laughs> Fair I'm, I'm, I'm the hippest 46 year old you'll ever meet. Fair enough. Look, I watch Flavor of Love. How's okay. that midlife yeah. crisis coming though? Hmm? How's that midlife crisis? I don't have coming? midlife no? crisis. No? Okay. Yet. I'm glad no. to hear that. Yet. No, people Let's... who drive Corvettes, they have they have oh. midlife crisis. We, we, there's a few of those people out there. Yeah. I think we all know <laughs> one by a name. Um, Hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for uh, the thing that I've been super like into, right? For no reason at all, I was shaving, right? Shave my face. You're into shaving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Keep going. No, no, I'm a millennial. I'm into not shaving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was shaving my face, though, because I was trying to look, um, you know, presentable, even though I wasn't doing anything that day. It was like, okay, I'm going to clean up today, whatever. So I was shaving, right? And I skipped over one place in my face. And I was like, you know what? I never seen what I look like with a mustache. Okay. So I shaved everything but my mustache. Nice. And just for like the whole week, I had a mustache. Wow. Right? Yes, it was See, weird. I, I'm jealous because that's the one area of my face. It doesn't that, grow. That, that's why I have this. <laughs> I have like the chin hair. Yes. Because my generation was the one that said, hey, you know what? Facial hair is not too bad. Yeah. It was the generation before me that decided clean shaving is the way to be. It was my generation that said, no, you can have facial hair. And then my face said, no, you can't have a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> You're already overweight. Yeah. Don't you? have enough already so i can't grow a mustache so i'm jealous yes i'm jealous well it is what ended up happening though um what i found in my experiment is that i found two things one i was more intense okay so so i had like deeper gazes like i was gazing into i don't know if it's because i was gazing into them with my eyes or my mustache let me ask you this yes what sort of mustache? Were we going with a Magnum mustache? Do a, <laughs> a biker from the village yes. people, the Fu Manchu? I, I was, mean, there's so many going, mustaches. Yeah. The handlebar Handle mustache. Yeah, I the, mean, the, 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 the wax twist yeah, on it. Could, yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean, look, uh, the Hitler stash. You know, Michael Jordan wore it for a while. He did. You know? He did. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and, I mean, which stash did you go with? I went... With the 70s porn star. Nice. <laughs> yes, the quintessential. <laughs> of course, of course, the staple of uh, the 70s. Um, so I did that, and the funny thing is, uh, right before I went to IGN, because I knew I was going to be looking at turning in an application there, right? I was like, ah, I don't really want to keep this because I know that I'm not going to normally be looking like this, right? Mm-hmm. So I shaved it off, right? 
Go to IGN, get there. I meet the guy who I'm who could get me a job there essentially, right? And guess what I see on his goddamn face? What? 70s porn oh. mustache. Yes. And you shaved it and off. And I shaved my you off. Up. It was a sign. Dude. <laughs> Maybe not, though. Sign. Maybe not. Here's the thing. Yes. Maybe he's super protective of his mustache. This is true. Yeah, Maybe. And he doesn't want another mustachioed person at the company. So you might have hit yeah. a home run, Especially if yours was thicker and more porn starish than his. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, is somebody at the door? Oh, it's Karif right, finally I, here. I I'll know. go get him. I mean, go check. Yes. You, you so, and I can handle yeah, it. Yeah, you're good. So, so basically, that's kind of where I've been... Uh, how my week has been so far. Um, but yeah, something else that I did um, in my uh, free time for the week was I saw the new movie Jumanji. Okay. Yeah. I, see? I'm not a big Jumanji guy. So yeah. I, I, cause I review movies on my show. Oh, you and do? Things like they, oh yeah. See, I've been trying movies. to get us to do that. I want oh, to review movies. Yeah. You see, got to see. I watched Jumanji. I, yeah. Yes. It was a good was movie. Great. I was yes. surprised. Yeah. Now what's your rating scale? See, here's my yes. rating. This is the way I rate okay. movies. If it's great, I say, see it in the theater. Okay. Uh, that's like five stars. Four stars is see it on demand. Okay. Okay. Then you got three stars, which is, you know, maybe not, dem- uh, you can pay for it on demand, pay-per-view. Then you got on demand before it's released to cable. Then you got cable. And then if it's really, really terrible, that's the UPN. Okay. They, you wait for free TV, that's a movie you don't want to see. Ah, okay. You know, like, like Taken Part 3, that's a free movie TV. Yeah. The Equalizer with Denzel Washington, that's one you see in the theater. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. fantastic. There so, you go. Okay, cool. I, on that rating scale, I'd give mm-hmm. it the, the, the Tuesday night $6 movies. Okay. Okay. All right, I, fair You still enough. want to see it in the theater yeah. just because it is funny. It's not that you want to sit in a packed theater for. Okay. I did because they had the reclining chairs and all that mm-hmm. shit. So I put my feet up and just relaxed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I, I would say yeah, it's probably about a three or four out of five for me. Okay. I, I considered it like an eight out of ten. Yeah. But yeah, but around there. But I thought it was pretty funny. So that's kind of how my week has been. Um. But for the people who don't know, our topic for the week is entertainment. Yeah. Um. Awesome. How it affects us. What's great about it. What's crappy about it. Are we ruining it? Are we making it better? Um, but we'll go ahead and get into that after we get into our next segment, which is news. Jeremy, hit it! News, 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 news. And that's the way the news goes. All right, so we got news, news, news. I, I think everybody heard about this. Hawaii is a bunch of idiots. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hawaii's... They, they had this this missile launch threat that popped up on everybody's phones. They accidentally hit the button for sending out this broadcast to everybody's cell phones saying there is a, a ballistic missile coming at us. Get indoors. Get somewhere safe That's as soon so as you terrible. And everybody's freaking out. Right, everybody's freaking out now. Later on, the it's uh, the the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency came out and said in a, a in a news conference that it was an accident. Uh, it was part of a training that they were going through mm-hmm. on if it were to happen, and the guy actually hit the button to send out the message instead of hitting the other one that didn't send it mm-hmm. and sends this out. Now the, there's this guy over there. I just I like this just for this guy's name, Vern Miyagi. 
Oh, wow. So I think okay. this is Mr. Miyagi's brother. <laughs> yeah, or, or he, uh, I mean, he looks like Mr. Miyagi. Oh, my yes, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Wow. And uh, uh, but he's, the, he's the guy that's kind of, uh, he oversees everything there. Okay. And he said that they're working on changing it. They're working on getting it updated. So Jesus. so they can, because it, they never, it, they went hours before there was a message sent out saying that it was a false alarm, that it's not real. It, Dude. Isn't this crazy, like, how they, they're doing this? Because I saw, you know, the mudslides that happened in Southern California. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did not send out the cell phone warnings. They didn't. Yeah. They sent out the other warnings, yeah. but they didn't send out the cell phone warnings. Uh-huh. And that's how a lot of people get notified yeah. in that. So Hawaii's screwing up. And Southern California is like, oh, yeah, we, we kind of forgot to do that. Jeez, we sus. forgot to do it, and Hawaii just yeah. kind of just yeah. jumped hey, on hey, it. No. Yeah, Hawaii, there's a mudslide. No, uh, Southern <laughs> California is a ballistic missile. No, what, huh? <laughs> See, this is what really happened. There was a janitor. His fourth day, fourth day in the office, he sees a big red button, right? He's like, oh, okay, let me just clean around it. He notices on the button, it says, f*** shit. <laughs> <laughs> what he failed to realize is that you never hit the f*** shit button. No. No, never hit the f*** shit button. But, but when you see a big red button in front of you, and you're <laughs> you, 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 you want to you push it. it. You know you're going to touch even it. Even if they say don't do it, he, this guy well, obviously it's had It's like to. keys. Oh, yeah. The ones that say do not duplicate, you know the first thing I do, don't you? You don't duplicate. Well, I go to Home Depot. Oh, yeah. I'm at Home Depot. I'm like, I don't even know what the key's for. I'm like, just duplicate it, please. Oh, yeah. And nice. it's not like they say no. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not like Henry at the Home Depot is like, well, I don't know. This is don't duplicate. <laughs> you know, under the, the key cutter's code, we can't actually do that. Yeah. yeah. They, they want that two ninety nine. See, all you got to do, if you ever want something duplicated now, or anytime you want something done, I'm just going to write fuck shit on it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> But <laughs> uh, so with with the whole missile scare, the, the the biggest problem of this was is that now people don't know if they can trust their own government to protect them, especially with everything going on with uh, North Korea right? and Kim, mm-hmm. Kim Jong Un. Or I have a theory. What's the theory? Kim Jong Un's now no longer with us. He's dead, huh? Well, here here's the thing. He celebrates a birthday, which is a crime, with Elvis Presley. January 8th is his birthday. Uh-huh. We have not seen him. Same as my ex-wife. So that's we, a... Yeah, terrible <laughs> day, except for Elvis. Uh, but we haven't seen him. We The last time we saw him was when he did the State of North Korea where he wore the, the, the suit and stuff. And then it was weird because the day after his birthday... That's when that group of North Koreans crossed over the DMZ to get uh, to handshake with the South Koreans and have an Olympic team yeah. or representatives go to the Olympics, but there was no Kim Jong-un there. Yeah. It was very strange, and they won a dance squad, which was even weirder because huh. I don't know any Olympic teams that have a dance squad. Yeah. Very strange. That's very, very strange. Very strange. It, but, it, yeah. it, when, when you hear he's dead, I, just remember I said it first. Okay, yeah, Maybe. If he's dead, you definitely yeah, get yes, the credit for it. it. Yeah. My, my, my whole thing is that with, with them going down there and wanting to be, I think it's like a Trojan horse. Yeah. They're coming in mm-hmm. with the Trojan nuke, and they're going to nuke everybody there, and then mm-hmm. there goes South Korea. Dude, yeah, because what if they what if they were right now to send nukes overseas to Hawaii? Hawaii would just be like, yeah. <laughs> so this is there goes... M- Miyagi again. <laughs> hands off, hands on with the goddamn boy who cried wolf. <laughs> there's, a, there's a janitor again. <laughs> now, sp- speaking about the devil of Kim Jong Un, um, the Twitter uh, might be in a little bit of trouble with the Satanic Temple. Oh, oh uh, no. Uh oh, uh oh. Satanists are a little upset <laughs> okay. um, that they kind of got shut down. And they got shut down after they filed a complaint because someone said, uh, put on Twitter that someone needs to go burn their temple down. 
Okay. Um, okay. I just find it funny that the, the devil people, they, they're afraid of fire, but yet hell is burning. I was about to say, yeah. yeah what? Why are you afraid that your building's going to burn down? Well, you yeah. should go in and sit in it and wait for for, for, uh, for Satan himself to come join yes. you. Now, now De- first of all. Devil worshippers just can't catch a break. I know, they can't. <laughs> Thank gosh. Yes. With the goats that they murder and, yeah. you know, whatever. It's no big deal. I thought the, the devil worshipping temple was supposed to be a house of flames. <laughs> like, wasn't that? Is that a thing? Yeah, and so so the Greaves, who's the guy who who runs the Satanic Temple, um, uh, is upset because they're on permanent suspension without an explanation. Well, this is the one time I'll, I'll, I'll applaud um, uh, Twitter for actually doing that. They yes. do it to too many people, though. Okay, it's so ridiculous. so side mission I have for this episode is I'm trying to think or find a name for your next thing. So Satanic Ritualistic Burning Down Temple. Okay, yeah, that's not going to work. Keep trying. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was not going to work. Because I can't even get it out. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, since we're going to do Hollywood, I'll throw a little Hollywood in here. Here we go. All right. Liam Neeson. Uh-oh. I, 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 what an idiot. <laughs> I knew oh, that one was coming. I, mean, I love the nieces. <laughs> no, come on. And taking a... Honey, uh, okay, they're in the house. All right, this is what you need to do. Go hide under the bed because they're kidnappers. They're not... Oh, they looked under the bed. Okay, my bad. Hold on a sec. Can you put them on the phone with me? Hello, I've got a really cool set of tools that the CIA gave me. Okay, you're not going to talk. I'm going to find you because I hear a violin playing when you kidnap me. This is the stupidest movie ever. Fair <laughs> enough. The end. The end. And we make three of them. Fair enough, yes. So Liam Neeson's coming out, and he's saying it's a little bit of a witch hunt that is going yeah. on in Hollywood with all the misconduct scandals, which I don't happen to disagree with him because I'm sure there's a bunch of broads out there that are coming out saying, I was touched in the boob while he passed by me, and he probably did it with his elbow, but I'm, I'm upset, me too. Mm-hmm. And 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 so he's coming out and saying this. What do you guys think about the entertainment and Liam Neeson coming out uh, out and you better and, be careful and talking shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm being I'm being totally serious yeah. right now because they are taking this so serious in Hollywood. Matt Damon a few weeks ago he was on a podcast and it wasn't either of our podcasts, so it was one that doesn't matter. Yeah, and he said. And he came out and he prefaced it that this should not happen in the workplace. You should be fired if this happens in the workplace. But the way that they're equating a, a touch on the butt to rape, they're saying those are the same things, mm-hmm. and they're not. No. And he said that, and his ex-girlfriend, Minnie Driver, came out and put him on blast. And it's like, how dare he talk about this? He's a man. He doesn't know. So is that is that the new stance now? Men can't talk about this. We can't talk about this. We can't have an opinion about it because I have a very strong opinion about mm-hmm. it. And I want to ask you guys a question right now yeah. that I posed on my show. My hashtag is hashtag why now? We have all known, we're all men here, we have known that the casting couch has been in Hollywood since Hollywood started. Yeah. Why are we paying attention to it now? Bill Cosby... They all knew what he was doing in the 70s and 80s, doing what he did. Right. And finally, when 55 women got together and said, yes, they did this, I understood why people said, okay, 55 women. Yeah. The Harvey Weinsteins of the world, and let me just say this first and foremost, they should never, ever use their position for power and evil. But my big, my big thing is, why now are we as a society paying attention to this? And by the way, Ashley Judd... God bless you for for making a point of this, but you could have said no. We wouldn't know who you are right Mm -hmm. now, but you put in your mouth and you became a millionaire and got a career. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to say it that way, but that's the truth. It's the total truth, and she shouldn't have had to do it. Yes, first and foremost. 
But why are we paying attention? Do you have any? Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. Honestly. No, I feel very strongly about this. Okay. So my personal feelings about this, the reason to answer your questions right off the back, the reason why I feel this is all coming out now is simply because um, people need something to stand behind, right? So it's, it's almost like the domino effect where there's all these dominoes that exist. There's all these women that have gone through or experienced on their rise to stardom. Um, but they were afraid to come out with it, right? And I'm sure, you know, maybe even just like 10 years ago, if someone was to come out with anything like this, it would just be overlooked, be mm-hmm. completely overlooked. Um, so I think, one, it's the domino effect of people. M- when more people come out, more people get courage enough to try to come out. So Fair. I'd say, that, I'd say that's the first thing, right? Okay. Um, and the, the other on the other side of that, I completely agree. There could be... I'm sure there's plenty of people who are coming out who might have had like a graze past the boob or something or might might be making completely outrageous statements mm-hmm. that that aren't fair. And you're right. Someone saying that that someone slapping on the butt is is equates to, you know, rape is absolutely just ridiculous. Just take that exactly, you know, out of the ball court. But um I, I think that that it's just now you're you're more capable of being able to come up and um, and it, people just have been oblivious to it. Yeah. There has been Casting Couch, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite kind of porn series. <laughs> but, hey, <laughs> but um, but you know, in all in all um, actuality, you know, it just comes down to man. It I, I felt like people were very just oblivious to all this happening outside of like the porn industry. Really? You I feel so. I feel so. The, the, the reason, the only reason why I ask is because. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Do you think it changes? Do you think the casting couch is going to go away? Absolutely not. No. No. Okay. No. Good. No. Good. Now, That's go- fair. Yeah. Now, going back to what you were saying, too, it is first and foremost, if they if they came on and actually did the sexual advances back to them, mm-hmm. then that's all on them. You can't come back. Don't tell me you coming back Look. five years later, ten years later, and be mm-hmm. like, oh, he did this to me, but you're the one who's putting like, a c*** in the mouth. Yeah, no? well, <laughs> here's the thing. that I, I, You know who I want to hear from? I want to hear from Sally Johnson. You know who Sally Johnson no, is? No, who's that? She's the girl that said no to Harvey Weinstein. Oh, wow. I don't, I, and I don't know if that's really her name. Yeah. But there were women that said no. I love radio. I love doing radio, and I'm not in radio right now. I'm podcasting. Yeah. If I was offered a morning show job in New York or L.A., mm-hmm. and they said, this is what you have to do, you have to give a hand job to the general manager. Do you know what I would say? I'd say no, because I have self-respect. Right. I have self-respect. I'll let my talent take me there. Yeah. People who went through with it and went through with those deeds, yes, it was wrong. I have to always premise the fact yes. that it's wrong to use that power. But they could have said, said no. 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 Yeah. They'd, be, they'd be maybe selling shoes at a Nordstrom right now, and they wouldn't have a billion-dollar house in Malibu. So be it. You have your self-respect. Yeah. So, so wait, when you say yes to that shit, that's that's like signing a deal with the devil, saying, "Hey, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow you like like no other, mm-hmm. so I can be in your next five films." Yeah, and it, it's it's one of those things like, you know, I, I read the story about Harvey Weinstein's wife, and how he used his spot in Hollywood to promote her clothing line, and I was like, "Why do celebrities hate her so much?" Because she's the one who got. To, and I heard that, uh-huh. and I was like. Okay, so she knows that he's using his power for evil. Mm. Don't use your power for evil. Yeah. There were plenty of times that there were hot interns at the radio station that I wanted to see naked. But I knew I'd lose my job, and 
it was wrong of me yeah. to do that. Yeah. It was wrong. And I'm not saying that I, I'm so much morally better than these people, but mm-hmm. I am morally better than those people. There's other stuff that I've let the, <laughs> let, let the moral police weigh down on. Yes. But yeah, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah so, so people in the audience, let us know, would you sell your soul to the devil and for a bazillion dollars in Hollywood fame? Let us know in the comments section. Wait, Nat, here's here's a secondary question to that. Would you come out twenty years later saying that you were you, you that you're a victim? And when it's all clear and the money fades, would you come out twenty years later? <laughs> Let us know in the comments section. <laughs> all right, but we're uh, anything else for news? I, before I, I got on? I got one more. Okay. Just uh, just something kind of silly. There's an uh, an outdoor center that uh, where uh, there's um, cross country skiers, which is a, a, a pussy sport, anyways. Um, <laughs> if you even want to call it a sport, you know, I, I'm on skis, but I'm walking on the snow. Awesome. By the way, this is coming from the frog. Hey, 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 leave my disc golf alone. <laughs> but this, so there's the, an owl, and it must have had babies is what they're saying. It has little baby owls, but it's attacking skiers. It's 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 swooping down on them, hitting them. But the, the part of this that I found absolutely hilarious, hilarious is they said it's silent. You can't hear it coming at you. Well, the f***er's flying. It's, it's not running behind you. How <laughs> dare it, it? It's just swooping down and it's striking people and it's knocking them to the ground. It's and an owl. I, yeah, it's an owl. Uh, yeah. As soon as it hit me, I'd swing my ski pole at it and <laughs> right. it some. Yeah. And by uh, the way, by the way, they're cross country. They're not going that fast. No, no. They're, 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 what are these elderly people? They're uh, getting knocked over by an owl. Yeah. How but, bad is that? Would you tell your friends if you got knocked over by an owl? <laughs> you know what I was doing today? I was cross country skiing. First of all, it's going to get your ass kicked by your friends. Yeah. And then you go, I was knocked over by an owl. Dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Were I'm, you drunk? The, <laughs> guys, the story here is what the fuck happened. To that yeah, owl? <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, how big is this owl? Is this owl like like Shaquille O'Neal? No, dude, it's not that big. It just it's just swooping in you know on people it, silently. You know, a, a skier killed its brother. Now it's just getting revenge. It comes from tree to tree. <laughs> you, you know, I'm with Hardy. I, I'd kill the <laughs> and then I'd go take its eggs and make breakfast. Oh, that's, uh, terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> But that's that's all I have for news today. All right, so let's uh, once again our topic is entertainment as a whole. Um, but before we get started with that, we're going to get started with our next segment, which is if you've been living under a rock with announcer man. During the Stone Age. We would paint on walls to tell stories of fruitful hunts. In the Iron Age, we would stage elaborate plays to articulate our emotional states of being. Now, in modern times, the United States is the biggest exporter of all things film, television, music, and media. Entertainment has and always will be embraced. But has the new wave of entertainment made us more self-centered? This has been If You've Been Living Under a Rock. All right, guys. So first impressions. Um, who? Okay. Let me, let me start off with your first impressions, right? Arnie, yes. I'm, I'm going to state this to you, okay? Because okay. you've, you've worked and you still work in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. okay? Who's d- do I gotta suck, and, w- and what kind of chapstick do I gotta wear? For what? To get to in, get in. in. 
Man, oh man! If you know, if I knew that, I wouldn't be here right now, honestly, I, because I would have, I would have beaten you to the punch, and I would have put my finger there. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's a sad state of things where it is who you know rather than what you can offer. Yeah. I, I look at people like Jonah Hill. I don't find Jonah Hill to be talented, but so I really don't. I, I've challenged him yeah. to a number of fights on the air, and he won't accept. Now he's all buff and everything. He thinks he's bad. But you know how he got his break in Hollywood? His oh. best friend was Dustin Hoffman's son. Oh, oh Boy, that's a pretty, that's a, it, and look, you used your connections. Yeah, you absolutely yeah, yeah. used your, I got in radio by the luck of the, I, I met my first radio partner in a bar one night, and I said, hey, do you want an intern? And that's how I started. Oh, wow. And I didn't miss a day for 23 years. Wow. And that's how I started. But it, it, there's a lot of luck that goes involved. You ask yeah. about, you know, doing that. There's a lot of luck. There's a lot of timing. Uh You've shared with what, what you're going to do, right? About where you want to go to school and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, 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 my man, you're headed in the right direction. It's just a lot of hard work, yeah. honest to God. And I look, I've never had any aspirations to really be in Hollywood or do anything like that. I'd love to. That'd be great. And, you know, I do a little bit of stand-up comedy here and there. But radio is my first love. And I, I did that. And it's a lot of work that you have to do a lot of crap. And and that's if you're willing to do the job. I uh, let me can I tell a story? Of real course, quick? yes. Feel free. So I used that's to have what we're here for. I used to have a rule with interns at the radio station because I started as an intern. I was mm-hmm. Arnie the intern. My rule was once a semester, each intern we had like ten interns or five interns for station, and you'd have to bring me donuts one time a semester, a box of donuts. That's once, it. Yeah, one, and each person would have to, and I would eat one donut from the box, and then I would share them with everybody because my job in the morning when I was an intern was to put CDs away, was to run the board for the last hour of the show, and to get food. I didn't have to pay for it. They would pay for it, but I had to go and get it. And that was just part of the job. And yeah. I had this one young guy, and uh, I forget his name, but I, I, I renamed him, and he was Shipbreak <laughs> because he was so terrible. Now, Shipbreak came to it, he would never get me donuts. And I was in the, the office of the guy who was in charge of interns, and he was going over who's bringing back. And I was like, You're bringing that hot chick back, right? You know, <laughs> I was like, What about Shipbreak? He goes, Oh, he's terrible. And, and all of a sudden, Shipbreak walks in. And Shipbreak looks at me and he goes, hey, when can I be on your show? Now, at this time, this is the height of my career. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, okay, I'll play along. I'll just jump in there. I go, what can you offer our show? And he looked at me. Now, I did a talk show. We At that time, we hadn't played a song in probably nine years okay. on our show. Okay. And he looks at me and he goes, I know a lot about Metallica. And I, I looked at him, and I go, when was the last time you heard a f***ing Metallica song on that show? <laughs> and he was dumbfounded, and I just walked away. I, I said, you're clueless. And, and that's, wow. what, that's what I'm talking about. When you're, you've got to be willing to do. The, I always, this is my best piece of advice for you. Yes. As long as the request is not going to get you in trouble legally, physically, whatever, the word no is taken out of your vocabulary. There we go. You do whatever they, yeah. whatever they ask. You have somebody that says, hey, I want you to wash my car. Okay. It sucks. Man, yeah. it really does suck. Some of the things I had to do, even when I had made it past the intern stage, mm-hmm. I once sat in a tub of salsa 
for International Salsa Month. Oh, Jesus. Okay? I wore a diaper on April 1st to make a bigger fool out of me, <laughs> and it had just snowed in Reno. Oh, and I was wearing flip-flops and an adult diaper out on the streets. Oh. Because that's what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. To get to that next level, it takes that kind of commitment. Yeah. And if you don't have that, then don't try. See, and that's what that's something that puts us ahead of the curve. Yeah. Because God damn it, I will do just about anything. And, and I will watch you do just about anything. <laughs> Man, you, you know what? You're going to be the best watcher ever. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, thought, I told the Adonis, if he gets his foot in the door in Hollywood and some, somehow he goes, I, I better be pulled in. I don't want to be in Hollywood. But yes. you know what? If I have the opportunity, I got yes. my friend better bring me when, in. When yeah, I get yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, when, and, when. And, and you better call me, too. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you, you need that crusty old guy. I'll be your Burgess Meredith. Uh, uh, by the way, Burgess Meredith was the old guy in Rocky. Oh, okay. Thank okay, you. Instead of the three that. amigos, we could be the three fat guys. Yeah. No offense. I know none take it at all. Yeah, just him shaking his head yeah. in the corner and you just being like, He's, you're a bum. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to eat lightning and crap thunder. <laughs> all right. Um, now, something else that uh, we were kind of discussing earlier, Arnie, um, was you were going into how young entertainers, mm-hmm. um, you said something about um, what they're doing to them now is atrocious. What they're doing to, to young entertainers. Oh, uh, well, what they're doing to young broadcasters especially. There you go. Yes. If you don't know a lot about the radio world, and I know you know a little because I did work in it for a while. Yeah. The way radio is being done right now is a disservice. Uh, radio will never die. I was interviewed for uh, Cal State Fullerton's newspaper recently. A young guy who interned at the station, he works now there, and he asked to interview me. And I used to say radio is dying. Well, radio is never going to die because radio is free. It survived television. It survived cable television. It survived satellite television. It survived all this stuff. Radio did. And it will continue. The radio personality is what's suffering. Uh. What you get now is you get somebody, and this is what a lot of people think syndication is. Syndication is when you're doing a show from from 6 in the morning till 10 in the morning, and you're broadcast in 50 different cities at that time, live. What's going on now is you get some people who will record a show on a pop station, let's say, and then they send that show where they are to five different other cities, and they play it at different times in the day because those mm-hmm. five cities now can pay this person ten grand a year, and their show is done. Their midday show is done. And there's a young guy in Reno who I was trying to help. I called him the millennial, as a matter of fact, because <laughs> he was a young guy. He was, he was your age. He was yeah. 27. And he wanted to be in radio. He had a passion to be in radio. And the shift they gave him isn't teaching him anything. They gave him an overnight shift on a bad radio station that he has to what they call voice track, which is record. Yeah. You don't learn anything. You don't learn the pressure of being running a live board. You don't learn that. And radio stations could care less because they have enough people now to fill in. And what we do right now, what we're doing podcasting, you're going to see it right now. There's a, bil- a, a million shows. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a billion shows because those people who, like me, were in radio at one time, who love broadcasting, who love to entertain, who love to bring it to them, they're going to find podcasting. And pretty soon we're going to get companies that say, uh, we have our share of podcasters, thanks. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I hope it does get to that because it will weed out the bad podcasters and then leave the cream to rise. Right. Yep. You know, what's funny you bring that up is I actually just saw this app. It was an advertisement. It's an app that you can put on your phone, and you start recording on your phone 
just right there and and it, it records a podcast and, yeah. it, and and it'll shoot it out to like iTunes and everything else mm-hmm. right from your phone so there's going to be a lot of people walking around thinking that they can do a podcast and sit there and talk shit about someone for five minutes and think that yes. it's, it's the the cream of the crop let, let me let me pay y'all a compliment real quick uh, I came in here tonight not not you know not knowing what to expect. Right. And to see that you have prep work done, you've done your prep work as well. A lot of people don't realize that you can't just go, oh, I'm just going to do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do a podcast now. Do you know how much work goes into a podcast? It's like doing a radio show. My day consists of this. I do my podcast from 8 until 11, (laughs) arnieradio.com. All the plugs you want, my friend. uh, I put the, the, the show up on my website. Uh, I take a few hours off to kind of watch the news and kind of decompress from doing the show. And at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I start finding stories for the next day's show. And then that ends at about 4. I have all the stories. Then I plug them in where I'm going to put them in the show. Mm -hmm. And then I get my music ready. So by the time I'm done, it's 5.30, 6 o'clock now. So it's taken me a good four hours to put together a three-hour show for the next day. And I'm ready to go. But in case something happens... You know, I'm plugged in, TMZ, CNN.com. I have all the alerts ready to go. If something happens, I'm ready to put it in the show where I'm ready to go. And so many people just go, I'm just going to do a podcast. This is what I'm going to do. I've got a computer yeah. and this really handy little <laughs> microphone that I have. And I'm just going to put it in, and I'm going to talk about recipes. And, oh, my gosh, oatmeal raisin cookies are so delicious. Yum, yum, yum. What do you think? And nobody calls. They just got nobody, no, nobody says anything. No, it's stupid. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, they, they, there's a lot of work. Dean Donis does a lot more work than I do. Um, the prep work I do, um, I just don't have all the time in the world mm-hmm. working full time. But it takes me for the news. I go through, I don't know, about 50 to 100 articles just trying sure. to find those few that I really want to use. And then uh, our segment, uh, This America, it takes me a little while to find that that funky article as well. So it's They're hard to find. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that used, to, like, that used to be my job. Like when I was an intern, I had to find what we call the kicker stories. And the kicker story is the last story. The and then there's this, you know, that uh-huh. story. The best place to go, I'll tell you a little secret here. You go to USA Today, and I don't even know if they still print that or not. But USA Today, in their front section, used to have a state by state by state. You know, what was the big story in each state? Every uh-huh. once in a while, you get a great story about somebody who like beheaded their roommate and oh, ate their liver. Oh, and I was like, there's a good kicker right there. That's the one going on. Oh yeah, that's the good one. <laughs> But yeah, you just it, it it's it's all about looking and preparation and yeah. time. You yeah, know, you, you have to spend some time to make it successful. Absolutely, uh, because absolutely, yeah. honestly, your listeners are the most important thing in the world. You don't want to piss them off, but you don't want to kiss their ass either. You want to entertain them. You want yeah. to inform them, and those are the t- two most important things. And that takes work. Yeah, absolutely. Now, speaking of great things that are about this country, mm-hmm. we're going to get into our next segment, which is This Is America with Truex. Wrestling me for what? I thought I thought this was fair. I live in the real world where men sell propane and propane accessories. Huh? Is this America? I thought I thought this was fair. Imagine being a rapper. Not wrapping paper, a rapper, musician, making songs for the people and telling about your life. And you make a song called Sell Drugs with a, with a Z at the end. Sell Drugs. <laughs> and, it, and I'm just having a blast doing my local shows. And then the DEA busts in and gets me for selling drugs. Oh. <laughs> 
God bless America. I said I don't I don't I don't get it. So so in America you would think that we could actually be rappers and sell drugs and get away with it, but apparently not. So this guy in Rhode Island um, uh, sell drugs has been sentenced to three years in prison for doing just that. Um, federal. Wait, wait, his name is Sell Drugs. I, I think it's a no. It's a song. Okay, sell dr- drugs. Okay. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing his name. Oh, uh, his stage name is Montana Mills. Um, I, God, God, Montana Mills. God, that's enough to. <laughs> Why would you use that as your stage name? That's a stage name. Yeah, it's not a stage name. Harry Sack is a stage name. Montana Mills. That's my stage name. Who picked that for you? I don't know. Did you go to badnamepicker.com? And his just put grandma, it on random? His grandma. Hey, I was born in Montana. You should use the mills I worked in, too. Montana Mills. There you go. Was, what the f***? So he got, actually got arrested for selling drugs. Yes. This is, with this, you know yeah. what? I appreciate Montana Mills. <laughs> because at least he's kept to his god story he made sure that what he was rapping about was true yeah that's true it was he, true because a lot of, real. there's a lot of people out there that would say they oh, do yeah. all this and that and mm-hmm. then they go home in a button down sweater and so thank you montana mills i respect you yeah thank you for selling uh, uh drugs drugs three quarter of, uh, quarters of an ounce to a undercover cop oh Perfect. my god <laughs> jesus <laughs> What a terrible yeah, name. No, that's horrible. Jesus, with a stage name. <laughs> so um, something that uh, I usually ask to entertainers, people that work in the industry, mm-hmm. right, is what does entertainment mean to you? Entertainment means to me. This is what it means to me. It means that you trust me enough. In my, in my industry, what I did for a living is I got you to work or I get you home. You trust me enough to listen to me to make you forget about the rotten day you just had at work or the nightmares that you're going home to at your house because whether your commute is five minutes or two hours, you trust me to make you forget about everything else and just listen to the show. That's what entertainment means to me is that you are taking people's minds off of the real world. The real world is a terrible, ugly, awful oh, place. It's, it's full horrible. of mudslides. It's full of murderers, people with bad stage names, <laughs> what have you. And to be entertained by somebody, if somebody comes up to me and says, you really entertain me, I take that as a major compliment because that's my job. That's what, I, that, that's what entertainment means to mm-hmm. me. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, that's that fantastic. That is awesome. I, I actually, I got I to gotta say, you've entertained me for through a lot in my life. Thank you. There was a time I was homeless. Uh, you know, I went through a divorce. I've, I've had a rough life. And, and throughout that time period, I've got to actually enjoy you on the radio and help get me out of my life. And you, you share with your listeners about your life. Mm-hmm. And it shows us that we're not the only ones having struggles and everything else. And it, that's what, what I've always loved about you is you've always been open and honest, whether it was when you went, when you did suicide or when mm-hmm. your, your, your ex-wife or anything that ever <laughs> happened. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Sorry yeah. to bring her up. I didn't mean yeah. to bring you. They give you those heebie-jeebies. Uh, by the way, by the way, if you listen to my show, there might be a segment with her next week. Yeah, just say it. That's we, what we call foreshadowing. <laughs> just, let, just letting you know. Uh, but, I found something really fun on the internet this weekend. We we got the insight, and I can't <laughs> wait for you to hear to hear this on the show. Uh, but it, it, it you you've been a, a great icon to just kind of Thank follow. You. And I never thought I'd be doing a podcast or even think about doing radio. But it, but every time I've 
talked about it. I've always talked about you and, and talked about how, how you're kind of an influence to, to, to me in this industry. So thank you. Well, thank you very much. And look, yeah, we might not talk the person I used to work with uh, in the mornings, but I give him a lot of the credit. You yeah. know, people ask me who was your biggest influence when it comes to that, and I will tell them it was Rob. Yeah. I, I, I can't deny that. I, I He and I might not talk anymore, and there, there could be some issues there, but he taught me everything. Yeah. And it was up to me then to use whatever he taught me. Now, I could have shit it out and, and said, no, I ain't going to do that, or I could have listened to him and then learned on my own and done those things. But it's important for me to entertain you. When when I was on stage last night, I thanked the crowd because I know, and, and I got into an argument with another person I work with. We'll, we'll, we'll say that his name rhymes with uh, frog. And, and, <laughs> woof, woof. and I was asked once, why are you so nice to listeners? Because like when I go out, if you want to take a picture of me, you want me to sign something, I, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. Uh, there's an old story about Scottie Pippen. Scotty Pippen, former Bulls player. He knew that he couldn't go out in public. So he would call the Macy's in Chicago and pay them to open late for him so he could shop. Oh, wow. Because oh. he knew that he couldn't go out in public right. with it, and it would be a hassle. Yeah. And I respect that. When you go out, as soon as you walk out of your house, if you are in the public eye, if the public mm-hmm. pays your bills, that's them. And I, I, I said, well, because they pay my bills. And Frog goes, don't ever say that in front of me again. Your talent pays your bills. And I said, and I used to try to not get into his stupid arguments because that's what they were. They were stupid arguments. And I I couldn't resist this one. I said, my talent got me in the door. The people liking my talent, that's what pays my bills. Because if they go away, guess what? I still have that talent. They just don't like it. They're gone. Adios. And guess what? I'm gone. Because if you have no listeners, like, you know, Frog and... Uh, uh, did I say that out loud? That was really kind of mean. I, 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 I liked uh, it though. Uh, if you have no listeners, who are you talking to? Yeah. Who are you entertaining? And by the way, who's buying? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. So you uh, listeners and fans. I, I hate I, I tell this story I told this story on the air last I hope I'm not hogging too much no no no, 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 no no we live for this <laughs> I love Steve Harvey Steve Harvey is one of my favorite people on the face of the earth but I saw him once I went to the Texas OU game yeah. when you're down in, in Dallas and he was a big syndicated radio host and he had did a lot in Dallas. I saw him standing at DFW Airport in one of his Steve Harvey suits, one of the Kings of Comedy <laughs> suits, right? The old shitty California Angels had, remember, with the powder blue bill oh, that had yeah, the big yeah. halos oh, and the yeah. wings on it? And he had it pulled down, and people were going up to him, yeah. asking him for his autograph, and he was shunning him. He wasn't even looking at him. Uh, so, as I was getting in security, I look over and I go, Hey, it's Steve Harvey! <laughs> I said as loud as I could. He gave me such a dirty look... But he deserved that because, look, man, if you're going to make your money by the public, then hey, and I'm not saying that they can walk into your house. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And and look, there's been plenty of times. The the funniest story I ever have about being recognized and asked for my autograph. I was uh, seeing the Black Crows at the Pioneer Center in Reno. I was taking a leak, and this is back in my drinking days, so I was pretty (laughs) hammered too. I'm taking a leak, and the guy goes, "Hey, man, you're Arnie." I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, can I get your autograph? I'm like, can I finish here? <laughs> would, would you mind if I got done? Yeah, catch I, me I, after I, the first two shakes. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I signed something for him, of course, but you know, people have come up to me at dinner. Yeah. And and once I had a guy, I was at the mall with my dad, and the guy came up and he walked by and he goes, I hate your fucking guts. 
Oh, wow. And I looked at him and I said, hey, thanks for listening. He kept going. My dad goes, why didn't you punch that guy? I go, because he's a listener. And I just made him madder by being nice to him. And now he's going to listen more. Yeah, and he's going to hate me even more. And, and that's the whole thing is that, you know what? You, you got to be, uh, the old song, you, you dance with the one that brung you. Yeah. It, it's, it's the truth. It's yeah. the truth. When people bring you that far, I love my listeners. I love every one of my listeners because without them, well, shit, I could be working at Home Depot. And there ain't yeah. nothing wrong with working at Home Depot if y'all work at Home Depot. But that's not for me. Yeah. Right? It's, it's just not. Yeah. Now, I, I had to um, learn the hard way that you have to be, you know, strong-willed, strong at heart. Um, when you are working in entertainment, because at any given point in time, you can be scrutinized oh, and hard, oh right? Oh yeah. <laughs> at any point in time, right? So um, there's a thing called ratings that keep you in line real quick. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that was um with my music when I first started coming out with music. Now I'm pretty confident, but I'm less confident in some areas. But when it comes to my music, I'm like just like over the top confident because I've heard all the great, I've heard all the bad. So when it comes to entertainment, once again, or with our topic, um, if you're looking to get into the entertainment industry, like Arnie was saying, you have to be strong at heart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, uh, speaking, no, that's perfect. <laughs> speaking of strong of heart, real yeah. quick, I just got to throw this out there. It's a sponsor now, uh, Within Range. Um, Within Range Disc Golf. Uh, go check them out. It's Within Range, W-I-T-H-I-N, and then Range. Um, it, it, great brand of, of product shirts. They're coming out with hats. They're going to do sweatshirts and other stuff eventually, but they, they, they're, they're coming on strong, and they, they support frothing. Disc Golf hey, is what it's around. <laughs> but, hey, as long as they support you, I'm the only favorite. <laughs> hey, but, but you know what? The, 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 the biggest part of it is, is that the Within Range it has a big meaning behind it, and it, it has to do with everything in life. It's not just disc golf when you're close to the basket, you're within range to hit it. It has to do with anything in your life, your goals, your dreams. And and it, I say support them because it could go for anything in your life. You wear this, it's going to remind you and it's going to remind other people. Everything's within your range as long as you put some drive into it and you try. And um, so I, I just had to throw that out there for our sponsor, Within Range. Check them out on Facebook, order some shirts, you're going to love it. Awesome. There you go, man. All right, so let's get started with our next segment, which is Box It Out. You know the rules. We take two random things and decide what would win in a boxing match. It's whimsy, nonsensical fun for the whole family. Are you guys ready for this? Yes. yes. Okay. I'm going to start off with Arnie. You ready okay. for this, Arnie? Yes, okay. I'm ready. I, I'm, I'm so excited to get to play. Right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> In a boxing match between Xbox versus PlayStation. PlayStation. Boom. That was quick. Wow. Yeah. Why? I, I used to be a game. I used to play video. I uh, would only play sports games. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I just like PlayStation a lot better. Same here. Yeah. I'm, I'm right I, there with controller you. Controller fits better. Well, I, I like it. See, I'm old. When I when I, I got the old Atari 2600 when I was a kid, and I'll never forget when I got Nintendo and I looked at the controller. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to play this. It's not a joystick. Man. I need a joystick. I need one button, not four buttons yeah. and directional keys. <laughs> And then finally I figured that out, and then I got the, I got it, I had the Xbox when it first came out, and I liked it. Uh -huh. I just, I just like PlayStation more. Yeah, yeah, yeah hands down. I, I would say PlayStation. Too. I, I think, I think that's an all the around agreement on uh, PlayStation. Okay, there we <laughs> go. All right, Chris. Yes. Ready for this one? Yes. In a boxing match between Doctor Frankenstein versus Doctor Phil. 
Oh, Dr. Phil all day long. Dr. Phil all day oh, long. Oh, yeah. Why is that? Because Dr. Phil's just going to throw out his metaphors and Frankenstein's head's going to explode. Okay. 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 I don't care how flat you make a pancake, okay? It's got two sides. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I, I don't either. He says it every day. But it sounds every day? so right. Almost every day. He's oh, like, I don't care how flat you make a pancake. It's got two sides. <laughs> what? That's genius. <laughs> it is he genius. He would confuse Dr. Frankenstein. He, oh, yeah. he would throw oh, yeah. those metaphors out, and Dr. Frankenstein oh, yeah. would he, he would just jump in the lake. Have you ever tried to read one of Dr. Phil's books? No. I, neither have I. No. I don't even want to try because it no. would probably be phrases like that. Oh. And you're, you're, you're looking at like Webster's Dictionary and other shit, trying to figure out where what he's talking about, and you're, you're lost. He's actually said this one time, and, and I, 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 it went from 6 to midnight in my pants when he said this because I'm from Texas, too. Okay. And he goes, ma'am, you are lower than a snake's belly in the mud. Oh, God. I'm like, that's pretty low. Snake's <laughs> belly in the mud? That is really, yes. I get that one. Yes, thank you, Dr. Phil. All right, so Dr. Phil wins that one. All right, this one, Arnie. Yes. In a boxing match between elementary school versus high school. Come on, high school. Come on, I mean, hello, Wedgie Patrol. Come on, seriously, elementary school? Kids eating boogers? No. Oh, man, that was the highlight of my elementary. (laughs) Way to give it your almost there. Have kids and have them wipe their boogers on the wall behind their bed. Oh, yeah. I I actually got in trouble for that. Oh, you were were, at the radio station. I used to pick my nose during the show and wipe it on the side. (laughs) So it's not just elementary school. Oh, engineers used to get so. Mad at me. Uh, like, hey, can you have Arnie not pick his nose? Uh, so then geez. I would just shoot snot don't, rockets don't all over the place. Oh, oh, man. oh, man, that's the way to go. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so high school wins. Chris. Yes. In a boxing match between seafood versus soul food. Uh, I got to. Seafood. 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 Seafood, hands down. Why? Because I, I like sushi. I, I like a couple other fishes, but in calamari. Oh, calamari. you are off your rocker. Oh, no. I'm oh, on my rocker. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, the rocker's still going oh, back and forth. No. So, yeah. I mean, come on. Soul food's where it, I like sushi, too, but soul food? Yeah. Come on. Macaroni and cheese with barbecue sauce on it? Uh, see, I like ketchup He's on got my a mac point. and cheese. Oh, see. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just going to say this right now. You're a honky. <laughs> you are so honky right now. My God. I like ketchup on my macaroni and cheese, sir. Uh, Do you even know what soul food is? No. Good God. No. Cracker. <laughs> I feel liberated I'm a, right now. I'm a little tan, though. I mean. It's oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. So this one. Arnie. Okay. Ready for this one? Yes. Okay, here we go. In a boxing match between... Bruce Lee versus Muhammad Ali. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, hands yeah, down. Well, Bruce Lee's going to kick him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. He's not going to follow the rules. He's going to do mean, a twister kick through the air and knock him out. Oh, oh, yeah. You've all seen the videos of Bruce Lee, like when he throws seven punches in like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Lee's the man. I'm not taking anything away from Muhammad Ali, yes. but Bruce Lee's the man. Yeah, I, I, I got I to gotta agree. I can't, I can't, I can't defend seven punches in can, one second. No. Can, I, I, this might be a little twisted, but could you imagine the the the, the Parkinson's Muhammad Ali going against Bruce Lee? That's oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> Next one, I got. Well, you were freaking terrible. Hell. All right, this one, this one's for both of you guys. Ready for this? Okay. Yes. All right, donut versus cake. Donut. 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 Well, donut. Was, I thought that no, was going to no, be a donut. fight. No, no. no. Now it, no. it depends if it's a jelly. Jelly wins hands down for everything. Okay. But it has to be red. Red. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Okay, red. like red strawberry jam. Yeah, yeah, because those people that like lemon treats, 
Oh, yeah. Hey, lemon oh. is not a treat. Lemon's a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> lemon is not. Lemon a is a punishment. Oh wow. Hey, do you have any candy? Yeah, we have lemon candy. What did I do? <laughs> did I do something wrong? I'm sorry. <laughs> so donut gets that one, guys. Yeah. Oh, you guys are funny. Yeah. No, I I might like cake, but donut donuts way better. I'd rather have a donut over cake any day. Any day. Oh yeah. Especially those cakey yeah. donuts. You Hello? can get the ones that are cakey. Oh yeah. I've never seen a like cake drive-through. Yeah. Donut drive-throughs. Oh, yeah. This is true. Uh-huh. <gasps> Maybe we could Some invent crispies. one. Ooh, a cake drive-through. Cake drive-through. Are you insane? Look, I love pineapple upside down cake. Yes. You go through a pine. When you're driving, you can eat the donut. Yeah. You, you eat- can eat the drive-in. We will find a way. We'll put it cake on a stick. Cake on, cake. Cake on, on a stick. Now we're talking. All right. Fried, fried, now, fried cake on a stick. Fried cake on go. a stick. You know how many people across America you know, we'd be giving diabetes? Do you know what that's called? <laughs> fried cake on a stick? What? A donut. <laughs> <laughs> Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up with our last segment, which is Listener Mail. All right, this one is from Heidi. What's going on, Heidi? What's up, Heidi? Hi, Heidi. Heidi writes... What would you recommend for people trying to get into the entertainment industry, Heidi? I know, right? Um, um, don't go see Harvey Weinstein. That's, 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 definitely that's don't go that direction. Definitely off limits. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it just depends on what entertainment industry you're going into. I mean, yeah. the entertainment, it, it's so broad-based. If you want to be an actor, you got to go to Hollywood. You want to work on radio, you got to start as an intern. You want to work in TV? It, you got to go the college route. You know, I mean, honestly, all those things, y- you have to go. You can't just sit back and think it's going to happen to you. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I'm attractive. I'm pretty funny. I'm, I'm good with words. Mm-hmm. When is somebody going to discover me? And that's, you, you know, yes. it, it, it's funny that your name, your show, name, the name of the show is What's With Millennials? Because so many, and it's not you guys, and mm-hmm. I, I try not to stereotype millennials too much because there are so many good, hardworking millennials yes. out Absolutely. there there really is. that are brought down by the ones that are entitled. The entitled. It's like the entitled. I, I'm very conservative in my political views. Um, but I can't blame liberals for everything because the entitled have snowballed and have gone past what liberals are now. And it's mm-hmm. the entitled people that go, you know what? I was born in America, so I deserve a shot in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't. No. No, you no. don't. I mean, there's so many kids who go to law school that graduate. They go to law school. They spend close to $200,000 on an education. They get out, and they're offered the lowest job yep. at the law firm. I used to uh, – sorry, again, I got a little tangent here. No, no, no. That's tangent what we love. Um, I used to uh, do a guest speaking thing at the Art Institute of Sacramento. They had a business oh, okay. class there. And uh, there were a lot of graphic designers in there, and there were a few artists in there. And I used to I used to ask them, okay, here's the top of the pay scale. Here's the bottom of the pay scale. You're graduating from college. Where are you? It's a trick question. Yeah. Most of them would say, well, I'm somewhere in the middle. And I'd go, no, you're not. You are at the bottom. And then being in a classroom, there are 20 people in there, 15 of them are graphic designers, and I would ask them a question. I would say, what makes you better than the person right next to you who raised your hand because they're a graphic designer too? And when you put somebody on the spot like that, you don't like to say, well, what makes you better? Yeah. You were to ask me that, oh, I would go on a tangent. What makes <laughs> yeah. me better than this person? I'll tell you what makes oh, me better Oh, look at them shoes, person. first of all, right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it, you, have to, you have to have confidence in yourself. Yeah. And 
doing that, uh, I'll never forget, this guy rushed back to the class to see me. And I took that as a big compliment, and he was at Burning Man, which means he stunk to high heaven. Yeah. <laughs> he was sitting in the front row. But he was an actual artist. He was a painter. And he asked me a question. He goes, how can I sell my paintings? Now, I don't know anything about the art world. I'm yeah. from Texas, okay? Art to me are dogs playing poker. Yeah. All right? <laughs> and I said to him, I said, do you know anybody who owns an art gallery? If you want to sell your art? He said, no. I said, okay. What about if you were to go to Safeway and put your art in front of the store and try to sell it that way? Do you know no. what he said to me? What? what? I don't care for the clientele of Safeway. And I lost my mind. Uh, I lost huh. my mind. I said, you don't like what? He goes, I don't like their clientele. I said, what color is their money? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it caught him off guard. I said, their money's just as good as Scolari's or what, Ralph's, whatever damn grocery yeah, store. Yeah. You, you have to find a way to get your product out there. And you have to find a way to make yourself better than another person. And not be afraid to say what makes you better than the other yeah. person. Yeah. Don't be afraid. You're not putting that person down. You're putting yourself up. Yeah, and any kind of business, you get you, you, you got to take a leap of faith, right? I mean, it, it, you get you got to step out there. I mean, if you got to sell your shit in front of a brothel, who cares? It's yeah. like you're selling your shit. But going, going back to the law thing, so many kids get these degrees, and this is actually true, that they'll get a degree in law. And they're not offered partnership right out of college. Right, out, they've never tried a case. They've never yeah. opened a case, but they think they're going to make three hundred thousand dollars a year, drive a brand new Lexus, yeah. and have their name on the door. No, it doesn't work that way. So rather than doing the hard work, they're going to go work at McDonald's. Yeah, I have never understood that. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I don't get it. No, I just I, don't. That, that I don't understand either. But you, 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 for getting into the entertainment world, it's a, you, like you said, you got to go to where you're you're going to be in entertainment. Mm -hmm. But it, 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 one of my favorite phrases is "toilets to the top." No matter what industry you're going to get in, you're going to you better clean those toilets and mm -hmm. work your way up to the top. You, you yeah. start with the toilets, and then you'll you'll you'll, you'll, you'll start pouring someone's coffee and then you you, you just go into the next step yes as toilets long, to the top as long as you never are the squeegee guy to peep show yeah you're good you get, to go oh if you oh, get that job you're, they, there's, they, you're done you're on the wrong form of entertainment right the there wrong <laughs> form. yes absolutely um chapstick 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 <laughs> that's all i gotta say on that metaphorically and literally all right um so how do you hope that answers your question right there all right, so this next one is from Jonah. What's what, up, Jonah? What's going on, Jonah? Is this the hill? He always he always does this. I, I, okay. I, 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 okay, hey, that's I, fair. I, I always throw that's out fair. There. All right, Jonah. Hi, Jonah. Hi, Jonah. <laughs> Jonah writes, how has technology changed how we take in our entertainments? Jonah. Ooh. I saw um, an interesting commercial. Let me jump on that. Sure, yeah. Uh, I forget what cable company it was for. But they were talking about how you can stream everything on different devices, and it showed yeah. kids. Well, one kid was watching television on his laptop. The other girl was watching television on her tablet, and somebody was watching it. And the guy goes, well, you can always watch it on the TV. And the kid's looking at me, the TV? What are you, the TV? Uh, heavens to Betsy, no. But, yeah, I mean, that, that to me is how it's changed. I mean, wow, yeah. watch it anywhere. Yeah, yeah and on, on a different episode, um, I, I was mean, talking about – See, I'll break out my smartphone right here, and I'll, I'll – oh, low battery, so i got to be careful here. Yeah. See, I have the X right there. See, that's how I watch my pornography oh, is right there <laughs> on my phone. See, one button away. It's one button away. X videos oh, on the spot. Oh, yeah. There you go. we got fat <laughs> Cuban chick. <laughs> hey, oh, my oh. God. Alira Artist Tattoo 
disgusting. Really? <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll turn it off because I'm, I'm upsetting oh, the host. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> no, I was just caught off no, guard. No, he's not upset. He just wanted more <laughs> in there. That's oh, all. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what no, I was. Shut up, Chris. Uh, um... <laughs> That just took me off of my, my feng shui. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not really. But, yeah. <laughs> so um, going back to what you were saying, yeah, it, it, everything is now incorporated with each other. So um, like I was saying on our last episode, uh, one of the presents I got for Christmas was I got this something called a movie pass where I pay a one-time fee um, for the whole year and I could go and see a movie every single day for the rest of the year. Oh, that's awesome. Right? That is fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I've heard about this. Yes. Because I'm a big movie guy. I love Same going here. to the movies. Same here. And, uh, man, that's I, I've heard that they're coming out with it. I've, I've looked into it because I love going to movies because what I usually do is I go to the movie and then I'll sneak into another one. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that from my dad, God rest his soul. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We used to go see like three movies every oh, time we go. Same thing with my oh, dad, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, man. So, that I would say incorporation. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I just think, yeah, it's everywhere. So, I, I, what it's changed for entertainment is uh, is basically you can go anywhere and get your entertainment on your phone, whether it's Netflix or it's uh, Hulu or, or uh, X, X videos. videos. <laughs> I mean, it, that is the best porn <laughs> site yes. out there. So yes. or uh, arnieradio.com. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. So, you can you can literally go anywhere and get your entertainment or put your entertainment out there. And I, I think uh, technology is really it changed the entertainment world. There you go. So that hope that answers your question, Jonah. Hill. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is from Ben. What's up, Ben? What's up, Ben? Ben writes, how do you know when you're meant for your current career, Ben? Oh, that's easy. Because it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. You, you, you love going in. It doesn't feel like work. You enjoy. You know, you enjoy your weekend, but yeah. you don't whine Monday morning. You, yeah. you don't mm-hmm. have that, oh, I got a case of the Monday, so yeah. give me extra coffee. You look forward to it. I look forward to waking up every morning, and and my commute is from my bedroom to my dining room, and I turn <laughs> on my board, and I'm ready to go. I can't wait to broadcast. Yes. And I've always been that way about radio. I can't wait. I used to have to wake up at 2.30 every morning. Oh, wow. And it sucked. But, man, oh, man, like I was done at 10, so my day was over. I'd yeah. go up and play golf. I got down to a four handicap, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, but I loved what I do. So when you love what you do, man, it, it, that's when you know. Yeah. yeah. That's Dude, when you know. From, yeah. from the bedroom to your dining room, you can't beat that traffic. No, no, no. That's, no that's, oh, there's never traffic. Yeah, if a, there's traffic, there's something wrong at my house. <laughs> <laughs> or there's something right. It's is called it, a gang bed. <laughs> oh God, God, God! Just cut right there. <laughs> just cut right there. <laughs> All right, so um, there you go, Ben. Yeah. You enjoy. Hopefully, you enjoy your your job, your current career. All right, and this last one is from Carlos. What's up, Carlos? What's Hola. up, Carlos? Carlos writes, "Who would you cast to play yourself in a movie, Carlos?" Ooh, I know, right? Ooh. That is really tough. Donis, I'm going to go with you on this one first. Wait, 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 who would you cast? Easy. Will Smith. Will Smith? Hands down. My favorite actor. The age difference would make absolutely no sense. <laughs> make absolutely, he'd be like, you know, 60 or whatever and playing like a 30-year-old, but d- damn it, whatever. I would I would have him play me, yeah. He still looks kind of young, so. Yeah, he, he, he did us. He, he, he but could pull it off. It, w- it wouldn't make absolutely no sense, but I don't care. That's just because I love Will Smith. Yeah. I still don't know who I'd take. You don't know? Nah, I don't Does know. it have to look like me? No. Oh, okay. Kind of... I, I was hoping it'd have to look like me because then I'd say either you and McGregor 
or uh, okay. Brad Pitt. Oh. Oh. Okay, Maybe of course. Clooney. There you go. Yes, there I, you I go. I don't know. You know, one of those guys. I'm not going to pick a fat actor. I'm not going to say Kevin James. Kevin James to play me. <laughs> oh, God, I want Kevin James. That's so fantastic. That would be Perfect. Kevin yeah. just... No, okay, you want to... No, that's not part you. You don't want me... Who's the guy from the... the, the oh, what's it? Anthony Anderson. That's who should play you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I can see that. You, you want to go the Kevin James route with I me? See, see, I didn't say that. I was a man, though. I was a man, though. Okay. okay. I'm just, I was just saying... I'm 46. You would be like, you'd be like 20 times clumsier if oh, he yeah. played you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You'd be like, oh! Yeah, no. No, no, no Kevin James. Okay, fair enough. No Kevin James. I still don't know. You still don't know. I still have no idea. Who would you cast him? You know what? I would cast you to play him. Oh, that's too good, though. That would be perfect. That would be way too good. Let's see. For you, I would get uh, Liam Neeson. Since what? you already love Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah, I, yes. love, I love a guy so oh, much. Yeah, you're he would just be so intense. Him. Hey, at least I can find killers by a violin. <laughs> all right? It, it, just hear the violin, and I know exactly mm-hmm. where the f*** they are. He would be too intense. Yeah. Jack Black. Joe, I, I take some Jack Black. You know, I, I was also thinking maybe David Spade, not because he resembles me whatsoever. What is this? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. You eat Kevin Smith from okay. Clerks. Yeah, Silent yeah, Bob. Okay, Silent yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Silent Bob. I think that, that, I that. That, that would rock it. I, right there. I talk too much than Silent Bob, but I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Kevin James. Will yeah, work. no, he's a really intelligent guy. Yeah, and yeah. he's very funny. No, he really is. Right. I yeah. take that. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. a compliment. Damn it. There you <laughs> go. That's why I'm here. All there right. we go. They're making a new. Uh, a new clerks or not clerks, uh, but it's Jane, a, it's Silent, a, it's Jane Silent Bob. Uh, oh, really? That's yeah, a, and they're gonna make fun of re- reboots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw that. Uh, I, I hope so. It would be f-ing awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that has been our show, guys. Thank you for tuning in thank and you watching. Very much. I'd like to give a special thank to our special guest, Arnie States. Thank yes. you very much for having me, guys. Thank I you for coming. It. We, I, I, I'm very thankful that you came down. No, and and, and good luck with your podcast. I, I, I tell people to listen, so yeah, yeah, keep listening. And I appreciate that every mm-hmm. time. Every time I throw a comment out there, you always say to come listen, and mm-hmm. I hope people do come listen. I think we have some entertainment for them. So, oh, you do. Uh, you guys are great. You thank guys you. Are a lot of fun. Thank you. A lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. And we will go ahead and catch you guys later. I'm Diodonis. I'm Truex. I'm Arnie. Bye. Peace. If you'd like your question asked on air, email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow and like on Facebook at What's With Millennials. Follow on Instagram at wwm underscore show. And send us a tweet at wwm show. What's With Millennials Podcast.